Hello and welcome to BJGP Interviews. My name is Ewan Lawson and in this episode we are lucky enough to have an interview with Professor Samuel Wong. Samuel is a clinician with training in both family medicine and public health and he's the director of the School of Public Health and Primary Care at uh, the JC School of Public Health and Primary Care at the Chinese University of Hong Kong. So the first thing I asked Samuel was to tell us a little bit more about what he did in his research. What we did is that um, we initially had a cohort of older adults uh, of about uh, 1,000 a bit participants who we have been following in the public primary care clinics. Um, and uh, the idea is that we want to compare some of the psychosocial outcomes during the COVID-19. So we want to compare some outcomes because we have collected data before. So now uh, with the COVID-19, we were thinking whether the outcomes of loneliness, depression, anxiety, and insomnia, such important outcome may change among these elderly with chronic diseases. So we did a telephone survey uh, in fact, a few months uh, after the uh, pandemic occurs and seeing whether uh, there are significant changes in uh, older adults, uh, loneliness, anxiety, depression, and insomnia, and also some of the health services utilization uh, as a result or after the onset of the uh, COVID-19. Yeah. So the really cool thing about this study was that you, you had, this was a cohort that you of older adults with multimorbidity who you yes. already had on board. That's right. And so actually, so That's you've right. been following them before COVID. Of course, you've got no awareness that COVID is coming. And you've been able to do this yes. follow up to see to understand a little bit about changes, particularly, as you mentioned there, so loneliness. And that's such a big thing with social isolation and COVID um, and whether or not they attended medical yes. care. So um, tell us a little bit. What, tell that's us what right. you found. So in terms of the loneliness, we found that they're, they're significantly more likely to experience um, loneliness measured by some validated scale. Um, we also found that there's increased anxiety, uh, although we didn't see a change in the depression level. Uh, they're also more likely to have insomnia. Uh, severity increased, and also we found that there's increase in terms of the missed appointment, meaning that uh, for the chronic disease uh, management visits, um, they're more likely to miss the appointment. Uh, although we didn't know the reason, but we suspect it's likely that they were afraid to come to the clinic because of COVID. Yeah, I was about to ask that whether or not you'd explore, if you had been able to explore why they were missing appointments. You're obviously based in Hong Kong. Tell us a little bit about how there's that context there. Yeah, it's a bit different from the UK where you have the uh, NHS where they look after everyone and, and they don't have to pay. In Hong Kong, um, a proportion of our primary care are provided by private uh, primary care doctors. Although people who are older and who have chronic diseases, about 85% of them will be seen in the public uh, primary care clinics. And this is where this uh, study uh, took place. Yeah. yeah. And how about how severe did you go on lockdown? Give us a little summary. We have had um, videos in the past on BJGP. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Yes, so um, I'm not sure how many people know, but we have just uh, experienced the third wave of uh, increased cases of COVID-19. Um, and during each of the previous, um, what, what we say is the wave of COVID-19, uh, we have done several things. Um, for example, um, we switched 
uh, travel. So people who come in or come on all these uh, need to be quarantined uh, for two weeks. And also, um, uh, there was a time when the school were all closed, university were closed. Um, all the civil servants who people who work for the government need to work from home. And, um, and, and so many uh, during each of these wave of COVID-19 increasing cases, then these will all occur. Uh, and right now we're just starting to relax our uh, restricted measures. So people are going back to work. Um, so school are starting, the secondary school are, are resuming. Um, although the universities do encourage people to be online and all the civil servants are back to work. So, so we're not in a sort of lockdown yeah. mode. At the okay, so we we're, we're, we are recording just at, towards the end of September now. For anybody who's listening at another point in the future, uh, and the UK is just we're just climbing rapidly onto the uh, looks like our second wave is upon us, um, and we will see how that mm. plays out over the coming months. So back to your research, mm. um, who, who were the which people, which risk factors in particular were those that were affected by these? The, you know, the increased uh, loneliness, anxiety, and, inso and insomnia. Yeah, in the uh, in the analysis where we actually look at where people are affected the most, it seems the females are one of the uh, factor, and people who live alone uh, and also have more chronic diseases. If they have more than four chronic conditions, then they are independently likely to have increased loneliness. I, I guess living alone is not a surprise, but um, um, and perhaps being female uh, and having more than four chronic conditions um, um, uh, put them. Uh, more likely to, I'm, I'm not sure so much about the, uh, being female, but if you have more than chronic, uh, more than four chronic conditions, it's very likely that you might need some support. Uh, um, so, so maybe that is one of the reasons um, to, you know, make them more to feel more lonely. Um, females are more likely to have increased anxiety and insomnia um, and um, to miss medical appointments. But what we need to know, however, is to, to know that. Um, there's a high proportion of females who visit primary care, so so there might be a, a, a slightly larger numbers uh, in females. So, um, and that may be one of the explanation is that uh, since the number is bigger, they're more likely to have, uh, and also they live longer, so so they're more likely to have more chronic diseases. So so that might be some of the factors that account for for the difference. Yes, and um, one thing that I really picked up from your paper, which was interesting, was that the Hong Kong scenario is that only about you, the, the loneliness one might assume is due to living alone. But in fact, that's not entirely the case, is it? And only about 15 percent of people actually lived alone. I think that was. Is that correct? Yes. Um, um, so we find it to be an independent factor to to make it more likely to be lonely. Although um, you're right that. Um, well, because Hong Kong is um, very crowded places. In fact, a lot of people um, are living in small flats, and sometimes the three generation living together. So, um, in something like a four hundred square feet, you can have six people living yeah. there. So, but however, that doesn't mean that they will not feel lonely. Sometimes, in terms of emotional loneliness, if they cannot really discuss or talk to these people, then they can still feel lonely. So. It's 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 not um uh what can I say? It's it's not it's not a must that they will not feel lonely if people are around you. 
if they are around you, but you still don't cannot communicate, you cannot discuss about your thing, you may feel even yeah. more alone. I, yeah, I think that's right. So, and you've written in the paper, you know that it's a subjective. Yeah, per, you, uh, the words you've used in the paper that per family functioning and per social support, they can happen even when you're surrounded by people, of course. Yes, and that's to me is a set of things that you have people around when you still. Yeah. How, how do you think that this paper is obviously there are these kind of factors and we're all going through tumultuous changes at the moment. How do you think that they could particularly change how a GP, how clinicians, how primary care should go about doing things at the moment? What are the lessons that could be learned? Yeah, I think I think with the COVID-19 initially, we all um, pay all the attention to infection control and the infectious disease aspect. But with the longer uh, lockdown, the more the the longer that uh, people are in a way isolated, I think the secondary impact of COVID nineteen is getting to emerge uh, with a bigger significance. And I think if the if the period that uh, is extended, then the the consequences, the psychosocial in, impact, will have a bigger consequence, including we'll be seeing more emotional disorders uh, in the primary care practice. And with the economy affecting people's uh, employment, then they can also generate a secondary wave of psychological and social problems. Um, and I think if they have the trusted uh, general practitioners to see or they can communicate with, uh, or through various means, uh, I'm not sure how much people are using the tele uh, consultation or the other electronic methods, then maybe GP can be someone that they can be trusted and provide some support for them during the difficult time because I will expect that there will be increasing all these psychosocial problems including you know domestic abuse um, suicide you know depression anxiety etc so this is this is uh, quite early on this research was done um, you know comparing previous uh, survey results to in March so we did it in March and April and the COVID-19 uh, you know the pandemic started in, in January yeah. So if you if you do it now, then might you might see a different spectrum of problems, uh, which will start to emerge when people, um, you know, they worry about different things now in addition to the uh, infectious risk. So so I I, I guess a general petition will play a very uh, important role because of the the way we see things and the way we treat patients as patients rather than diseases. So and to look after the uh, psychosocial aspect mm -hmm. as well. And the trust yeah. that they have. I think you're absolutely right. The um, obviously we're all going to go. Th we've been through this process, and we're still going through this process of acute hospital admissions. But the work for primary care is going to go on for uh, months and years to mm. come with COVID. Samuel, that's been a really wonderful summary of your research. Thank you so much for taking the time. Uh, and thank you very much for taking time to talk to me. Thank you very much for listening to this BJGP podcast. The original research papers and articles can be found at bjgp.org. The show notes and podcast audio can be found at bjgplife.com. Do share if you've enjoyed it. Subscribe via all the usual places, including Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, or your podcaster of choice. Thanks again. Thanks again.